Welcome to Clarity to Launch, the podcast. I'm your host, Natanya Bravo, founder of the Bravo Life, business and mindset coach, and a woman on a mission to help you acknowledge that internal whisper and gain the clarity you need to launch a life you truly love. Years ago, I followed my own whisper and took a leap of faith, leaving behind a six-figure salary and everything I knew to fulfill a one-day dream of moving to Paris. That one tough decision led me to creating a seven-figure business, marrying the love of my life, and helping thousands of women use their passions to uncover their purpose and create the income and impact they were born to. It all boiled down to one decision. Was I going to keep telling myself one day or make today day one? Now it's your turn to decide. Clarity to Launch is here to give you the tools you need to guide you along the way. All you have to do is decide. So are you ready? It's time to launch the life you were born to live. Hey, welcome back to Clarity to Launch, the podcast. Today, I am joined by the incredible Jenna Black. Jenna is an energetic wealth and embodiment mentor and intuitive business coach, and she's also known as the Abundance Queen. I had the pleasure of being a guest on Jenna's podcast last year, and I just love following everything she shares online as we really share a very similar mission of empowering women to build aligned and profitable businesses. So I am so excited to have you on today. Thank you for being here, Jenna. Thanks, Natanya. I'm so excited as well. It's so nice to connect with you again and come back together to share some wisdom. So, yeah. So, I'd love to start at the beginning, especially for those of you listening who don't know Jenna. If you could share a little bit about what that journey was like leading up to creating the business that you have today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, before I started my first business, which was as a health coach back in 2015. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been in this world for a while. But um, before that, I was in the fashion industry and I was working in e-commerce and social media marketing and just really feeling lost with who I was. Um, and it's so interesting when I look back at that version of me, she's like a totally different person, of course, which is a good thing because I've become who I'm meant to be. But back then I was so stuck and lost with what I was meant to do. And I was really struggling with my health and that took me on a journey of my own health discovery and healing. And um, from there, my intuition was just guiding me to doing something different, going out on my own. And um, it was incredibly scary, but I ended up taking the leap into health coaching and moving out of the fashion world, which was in itself quite a toxic industry to work in. And so I really did like a 360 on my life. Um, but leaping into business as well was then completely scary. And I didn't know anything about it besides, you know, my background in digital e-commerce and social media and all of that. So um, it, I guess the journey for me over those early years of business too was really like just discovering and following, like, what am I excited by? What's the next thing? And it was, I really feel like I went like this at times, like in a tornado, just kind of like, <laughs> where am I? Who am I? What am I here to do? Um, and so, yeah, I had a lot of scarcity. I had a lot of self-doubt. I really like look back on those early years and I'm so grateful for moving through some of that deeper shadow and so many challenges that I had to overcome. Um, and I think it was probably around like three years ago, I started to really find my groove around wealth and abundance and mindset and, and energy work and started to realize, wow, I'm here to help heal people as well as do the business aspect. And yeah, that that's when I started to really form my own methodology and what I do now. But um, I always share with everyone that asks this question. It's like, I had to just learn to trust myself along the way, you know? <laughs> I love um, that you shared yeah. like 
starting out, you didn't know what the end thing was. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you talked about following your intuition. And I often uh, share with friends and clients, like those little whispers that we get are not random. And they're not always going to be like picture perfect, clear, go be a health coach. So I'd love to hear from your perspective and your experience. How did you follow the intuition when it's not like a clear sign of like, go start an Instagram page, go start a blog? Yeah. Well, I think going back to when I was working in fashion still and working for somebody else, I think my intuition was very much um, like it wasn't fully turned on like it is now because of the stress that I had in my life. And so I had to start by actually like taking a good look at my health and what was going on for me and where I didn't feel safe and where I didn't feel fulfilled in my work and in my in my life and start to take small actions to heal those aspects of my life. And actually, one of the first things I did was I hired a naturopath and I started seeing a naturopath and she really helped me with my own journey. And then through that, I was like starting to really hear my intuition again. It was almost like the more that I was healing the aspects that were not in alignment for me, that's when my voice was getting stronger internally. And it was really interesting because when I was young, I was incredibly tuned in intuitively, very psychically tuned in. And it was like that started to come back. So it was so many years of my life where it was numbed and hidden. Um, But I think really it was just about taking small daily actions towards bettering myself, not knowing where it was going to go. And then it was really, I did have one of those quote unquote light bulb moments when I discovered health coaching. And I I was like at work secretly Googling different jobs that you can do to try and, you know, figure out what else was out there for me. And it came up randomly in my Google search or as an ad on the side. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. I've never even heard of coaching. I didn't even know what it was. So I think that the more that we can trust ourselves, even the small daily things, then also we then start to call in those things into our experience and our reality and they're shown to us as we go. So yeah, it was, it's very much about like just the daily trust. And, um, and I think the hardest part is not knowing where it's going, as you said, like (laughs) that's where a lot of people get stuck, but it's about trusting in the daily moment. Like what can I do today? Mm -hmm. And you also talk a lot about having not just necessarily a business or a life relationship, but really aligned with who you are. And I think that's something that a lot I struggled with, not just like, what's my purpose, but how do I live it and breathe it in a way that's truly aligned with me and my values, especially in our space when there's so much noise Mm -hmm. of how you're supposed to show up, how not you're supposed to show up. What would be some tips for people that are struggling with, okay, I know what I want to do, but how do I do this in my way? Yeah. I think it's really about taking some seasons in your business and life to close out outside influences and and take some time internally. And whether you're still working with a coach or a mentor on the side, like whatever they're guiding you around, taking the space to integrate it and ask yourself, how does this align for me? Or how would I make this feel really good for me? And I think that's been one of my my main things that's really helped me has been continually like digesting from people that have created success that I want, but then pausing and then asking like does this feel good or how would I do it differently what is the most like genuine way to do it you know so for those listening they could ask it that way like what is the most me way that I could do this or um what doesn't feel good as well like really starting to release any strategies or or tips or things that people are sharing that maybe don't excite you or light you up or feel aligned so I think it's it's definitely that duality of like saying no to what isn't aligned and then starting to 
question what would feel really good in my body, what feels safe as well. That's been a big thing for me. Like, does this feel safe for me to do? Or am I trying to push myself to do something that isn't my way of doing things? Yeah. And, and on that same note in my, so I listened to your podcast for a while before we first talked and I have friends who listen to your podcast. And one of the things I really love about your brand, your content is you seem to, at least as in my perspective, really embody femininity, even in the way that you sell, the way that you market what you do, which in a business world, we're kind of taught to come with a very masculine, harsh energy. Mm. How, and so, you know, you kind of touched on this and how you've, you've navigated finding your own voice, but how have you found that journey to be? Because I think one of the things, particularly for uh, people that identify as women struggle with is like, I don't want to have to sell, right? When they think of owning their own business, because we all have either past experiences that have been negative. We all think of like the sleeping yeah. car salesman. How totally. have you navigated that? Yeah, well, I think I definitely came from that mindset early on, um, fear around selling and and then starting to sell in a way that was more of that pushing like hustle mentality because that's what I was taught or shown. And I didn't have anyone that I could find in the online world back in 2015 that was really embodying how I wanted to do it or I just hadn't found them yet, right? They were there, but I hadn't discovered these people. So I think like my journey was definitely going through and healing that myself and realizing like this is just creating more scarcity and lack and stress in my life and having to, again, take a sacred pause and kind of really look at what felt aligned for me. And I decided that my feminine side and my femininity was powerful because I think so often we see it as not or we're we're conditioned to not see it as that. And so I started to really work with my feminine energy and trust, like, what is a desire for me? How do I desire to show up? What would be really playful in the way that I get to sell? Um, How can I sell in a way that feels really spacious and fun and bring a whole new energy to it? But it's also important, and I always love to share this, like when I sell, I do sell from a more magnetic feminine energy, but there's still what I call the divine masculine holding that, you know, so I'm really clear on the offer. I'm really embodied in the price. I know like the boundaries around what I will and won't do or who I will and won't work with. So the feminine really thrives, I feel, when it's held in that masculine container. And when that's a really empowered masculine energy, then it's really beautiful. So yeah, I think for those listening, it's really just about trusting your body and how your body wants to like, what is your body asking you to do? And what is your body desiring? And how do you desire to feel when you sell and getting to play with different ways of selling that maybe aren't the cookie cutter approach, but that gets to be your way and your way is perfect. Yeah. I I often say like, just because I do something a certain way, doesn't mean it's going to work for you because I think more, especially nowadays, people can tell like what's real and what's just you kind of copying and pasting something. And Mm -hmm. I love that you talked about feeling into your physical body. Cause I think we don't often think about that where mm-hmm. our body does tell us things that, you know, you, yeah. you get a physical reaction to something, whether positive, negative, when you are creating, when you are thinking about different ideas. And oftentimes we don't think about like, how do I not just feel about it emotionally, but how do I physically feel about this thing? Yeah. So that's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. And because the body feels safe then, like when we're in communion with our body and it feels safe, then like selling and taking action that feels more masculine action, like leadership and and visibility 
it can it, it's rooted from safety and that's really beautiful because then you get to move with those two energies so love it how would you and we were just talking about having kids and motherhood because last time we talked I was like six months pregnant yeah. um and now have a little one and I remember you giving me some some sharing and opening up to be willing to give me advice and space for that but I'd love to hear if and how motherhood changed your business or how you operate in your business or how you view your business? Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely changed everything, <laughs> as you know, but in the best way. I think having my daughter, she's two now, um, it really asked me to deepen into like taking ownership over what I'm here to do mm. and be very discerning with my energy and what I say yes to and what I say no to. So I feel like it's so interesting because I really had to move through a lot of mindset work when I was pregnant of, you know, will this baby create, um, less time, more scarcity in my business? Cause I won't have as much energy for it, but I, I noticed that pattern. And then I made the decision and started to shift my energy and my mindset towards my baby brings abundance. And so that was really beautiful because that was my mantra when I was pregnant. And when I was like early postpartum, when, you know, <laughs> As you know, it's like you're not sleeping very much and it's really quite a crazy journey, right? <laughs> it's pretty wild and chaotic, but beautiful all at once. Um, and so I kept that as my mantra, my baby brings abundance and she did. And so I feel that having her was really an opportunity for me, as I said, to deepen into what I want to do and to do less, but create more to receive more, to impact more, but without doing so much. So I had to be very discerning with what are my offers, like building signature offers, not saying yes to everything, um, elevating my business with more team and support so that I can thrive at a higher level. Um, and just really being, yeah, discerning and diligent with what I say yes to and what I say no to. So it's been a blessing. And um, yeah, and I'm excited to see when we have baby number two, which we hope to do, how that changes things all over again, but in a bigger and better way. So. Love it. And you just shared about having a mantra. I yes. saw, I see often on stories, you talk about like your journaling and journal prompts. Can you share some of your favorite journal prompts when you're looking for clarity or you just want to be inspired? Yeah. Well, one thing I ask myself every day and whether I'm like writing it down or just speaking it out, as I'm walking around the house doing stuff is how do I desire to feel today? Mm. And what do I want to do about that? So what is the desired outcome of the day? And what's my intention? Like what's the action behind that? Yeah. So that's one that's like my guiding question lately <laughs> throughout my day. Um, and I also love the question around, you know, if I was already there, if I was already experiencing this desire, receiving it, who would I be? How would I show up today? How would I behave? And that's really a, this guiding question that I have so many of my clients ask as well. It's really arriving at that outcome of who you would already be if you had the money that you wanted, if you had the success, the business, the life that you desired, how would you choose to show up today? So that's one of my favorite ones that I always come back to. I really enjoyed when you said, what am I going to do about it? Because I think, especially for anyone listening, that's like new to manifestation or being, you know, being in abundance or affirmations, it sounds mm -hmm. very like, okay, I want a million dollars. Now what? It's not in my bank account. right? <laughs> um, so I'd love to hear your perspective on the setting the intention and then the action behind it and that balancing act of the two. Yeah, I think that it's really about continuing to really trust what is a true desire. So whenever I 
um, call in something new, I, I really, again, go back into my body and say, like, do I really desire this? Or how, would I, how could I make this even more turned on and exciting and a yes for me? And then taking ownership over that. So saying, okay, well, if I desire it, like for me, it's already, it's knowing that what I desire is already available. It's meant for me. What I desire desires me back. I love that saying. Um, and then really leading from that space. So if it's already here, if I know that it's here, then what would be, say, my top action today that I would take around that? What would be the mindset that I would have? What would be a mantra that I would use? How would I behave in this situation? You know, like really breaking it down into the, the finer detail of everything that we do throughout our day. Um, what would I say yes to? What would I say no to? So starting to be very discerning with, yeah, like bringing that to life through the behaviors, through the action, through the mindset. Um, and that's really powerful because we just start to actually move forward on it and create that expansion and create that opening for our desires to manifest in. And I'm curious to hear, especially this was something I struggled with early on, when you're manifesting, you're putting the intention out there, you're doing what you said in terms of the action, you're asking yourself, but it's not showing up yet, right? And so you start to get discouraged or frustrated. On your journey, how have you navigated that? Or what tips would you give to someone that's experiencing that right now and starting to have that doubt? Yeah, and absolutely. I've been there countless times <laughs> where it's like, oh, I thought I would have this thing by now. But I, I mean, the key word is surrender and the key word is trust, right? It's like coming back into always trusting that we're exactly where we're meant to be for our unique timeline for our unique path and I think one of the biggest things that can create that um that energy of frustration is when we're comparing ourselves to someone else's success or how quickly something happened for them or you know I've had this come up in my own shadow it's like oh well we started coaching at the same time why is that person further ahead further ahead in quotations as in that's their own you know that's their own energy that's their own timeline so we can compare so when the comparison comes up pausing, bringing it back internally and surrendering and trusting, choosing to trust the timing of our life, which is not always an easy thing because we want to kind of be like, I just want to know how, like, how's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? You know, show me. Anyone that's like a control freak like me, I'm a recovery. (laughs) Oh, same. Um, Yeah. And so it's really about coming back to, I trust the timing of my life. And I love the saying, like, everything's working out for my highest optimal timeline or my highest abundant timeline and really trusting in that. And then just taking some time to then recenter and celebrate where you are. That's been a huge thing for me is the celebration of the now and looking around at what I do have, what I have created. Um, and really like actually allowing celebration to soak in and really feel it. Because I think so often we can be like, oh, I hit a, a goal and a milestone. And then we're like, on to the next thing, you know? So taking some time to really honor that, whether it's like a ritual or pouring a glass of champagne and like sipping it slowly, like whatever you want to do for your own practices to really drop in. That's been really powerful for me to really embody I'm safe and I've created magic and I'm just creating more and more, but I get to just land here in the now moment. And that's really beautiful for opening ourselves up to receive more too. Yeah. And similar to what you said about celebrating the milestones along the journey, I also had a realization over the past couple of years of, I would often like, oh, this is a new problem that I have. 
But if I think about it years ago, I would have prayed for the price, right? And so we're like, you know, especially as business owners, the big tax bill or problems with team, people leaving, things like all these different dynamics that weren't problems before you leveled up. And Mm -hmm. once you get them, you start to complain about them. But three, four years ago, I would have probably prayed to have those be the problems, right? But we, we were so on to the next thing. And it's like, we forget about the journey leading up and all the little steps along the journey, which I think the most beautiful thing is the actual journey and who you become as part of that. Yeah, absolutely. It absolutely is who we become on the way. And it's, it's really beautiful to celebrate that woman and, and all the things she moved through every day. So it's really powerful. Speaking of journeys, I'd love if you could share with us something that you've always wanted to do or that's on your one day list. I'm all about women taking that one day list and making today day one. So I'd love to know if there's something for you. I love that. Yeah. Um, Oh, I mean, there's so many things, but what's coming to mind is becoming a best-selling author and writing books. And really, I love writing. Mm -hmm. I have always been a word nerd, I call it, from way back when I was a little kid. And so I'd love to write books and I'd love to really create a huge global reach through writing, through inspiring people, through reminding people of who they are and their power and their worth. So that's my day one. (laughs) I will be reading whenever that does come out. And I have no doubt that you'll be a bestseller time and time over again. Thank you, love. (laughs) Thank you so much. This was super helpful. And I know everyone's going to get a lot of gems out of our conversation today. If anyone wants to learn more about you and the work that you do, where can they connect? Yeah. So my website is jennablack.co. So that's got all of my programs and ways to work with me and know more about me. And then Instagram is where I mostly hang out. So that's the same at jennablack.co. So they can come and hang out, send me a message if you listen to this. I'd love to connect. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jenna, for sharing and also for being just so transparent about the journey. I know sometimes it's easy to get discouraged or think that we're the only one. Please remember everyone, Instagram is a highlight reel. We all have the moments of self-doubt as Jenna shared today. And I'm just super excited for everyone to get a chance to listen and learn more about you. Thank you so much. I hope this episode gives you more clarity and proof that you can create a life you truly love. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review so we can continue to connect and serve those who are ready to use their ideas and experiences to positively impact the lives of others. If you want to connect more, follow me on Instagram at The Bravo Life.